What's up, fam? Welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast, episode 87. Woo! AJ, you didn't woo. Okay, good. Good. I can keep going. We are recording on Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. I am one of your hosts, John Swanson. Joining me as usual is Mr. AJ ID. How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. Uh, I missed the podcast for the last couple of weeks. I was in sunny Florida and then was feeling not so hot. Uh, but I'm here now, and I'm here for it. So let's let's talk about some games. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and ask because anybody else listening is gonna think the same thing I'm I'm thinking right now is you went to Florida, nobody's masked up, and you got COVID. Oh my gosh, no, that sounds so horrible. But um, yeah, no, I did make it, and and surprisingly, where I was at least in the Florida Keys, people were respecting the mask for the most part. All right. Um, I even had some interesting conversations in like the gas station line about it. So I was surprised to be honest with you about the COVID, um, how seriously people were taking it down there. I was Good. shocked yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's kind of funny. Cause when you said you weren't feeling well, it never even occurred to me that you would, might have COVID cause you were out of, out of the state. Yeah. It tells you how uh, rapt attention I'm paying to things that are going on. Well, uh, says the guy with the vaccine. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. You don't even care anymore. Exactly. And uh, that unfamiliar voice you might be hearing is that of Paul Churchian. You might remember him from some of his exploits on K-Fan, Fantasy Football Weekly during the football season that is thankfully over for all of us, and uh, Video Games Weekly. Wisconsin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you were down in Tampa, man, or you were down in Florida, were they freaking freaking out? No, there were two people wearing KC masks. Uh, at the airport oh. in Key West, and I was going to ask them where they were going, but I just made assumptions that that's probably where. Yeah. Well, Paul, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, happy to be on. Uh, episode 87. Everybody was like, if, you got, if you're going to come on the pod, you have to be there for episode 87. So, you know, been working with AJ for, you know, the better part of about six months to line <laughs> up. So it, it just falls right on episode 87. That sounds about right. Yeah, you got to make sure we're going to be around for at least a little while to, before you commit. Landmark episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On the pod, we will be talking about Xbox leading the pack with advances in accessibility and gaming, what to expect in the upcoming Nintendo Direct, which should be laughable because by the time <laughs> yeah, this comes out, it it'll... Is Paul, this is like one of our favorite points, or at least one of my favorites, I should say, because we always record and then the news thing happens after we record. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know how that 50 goes. 50-minute Nintendo Direct happening today. This at, afternoon. Uh, 4, 4 p.m. Central Time. And our podcast like, comes yeah. out on Friday mornings. So <laughs> we'll record ourselves. Right. People will be able to hindsight say, God, those guys are fucking stupid. Why do I listen to them? And then they'll hopefully <laughs> come back next week anyway. But They do. Anyway. At least some of them, yeah. Yeah, a good number. We've, we fooled them. And lastly, whoa, Nelly, college football is back, baby. Anybody remember that one? Keith Jackson? Anybody? Okay, good. Oh, of good. course. Absolutely. Yeah, that was pretty good. Although I think now, you know, you, you must be at least like 40 to remember Keith Jackson at this point because he's, he's been off the air for <laughs> I know, but he's years, so right? good, and I'm only 38, man. Give me a break. All right, I was close. You just like saying, close. whoa, Nelly, who doesn't? I do. Yeah, I do. I miss I miss Keith Jackson, man. He was fantastic. 
Do you just throw it around the house a lot? I, I think I'm going to start actually whenever my son, like my son's a yeah. crazy three and a half year old. So he's always knocking shit down. And I'm like, whoa, mm. Nelly, there goes the lamppost. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think you need to roll it out in the bedroom. <laughs> you know, your wife wants to try something new. Whoa, Nelly. <laughs> this could get X-rated real fast. <laughs> so to avoid that, we'll go into the lowdown real quick. If you want to be part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on, hit us up at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter, you can send an email the old-fashioned way to podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. That's also our website. Go check it out. Sign up for a newsletter, Mostly Normal Monthly, at mngamers.substack.com. Back issues can be found at mngamers.substack.com also. And now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm remembering that I totally forgot to update the website with Angie's That's info. That's good, so though, because I, we'll I that. need to get you uh, better info for mine. Also, we're at number six on the on the uh, Mostly Normal Monthly, which I'm pretty happy about. Number six. Yeah. We'll be at 87 before we know it, dude. <laughs> or, uh, as Chris would hope, <laughs> a thousand. He put... he. Paul, he put his or put our numbers at zero 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 six, like in the hub, yeah, in the hopes that <laughs> okay. there would be an a thousandth edition. So we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, think big. Why yeah. not? His number is zero 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 six. We'll all be dead before we hit a hundred, anyway. For sure. Uh, Anyway, let's get into what we're playing. Paul, have you been playing anything of interest lately? Yeah, I just finished um, uh, Immortals oh, Phoenix awesome. Rising, oh. one of the dumbest named yeah. games of all time. Absolutely. Wait, uh, is it though? Man, you know, you can sh- you can shoot your oh, better than monsters thing. and gods. What is it? Gods and monsters. Gods and monsters. Yeah. yeah. No, it's worse than gods and <laughs> monsters by a lot. I agree. It's a terribly named game. You know, Immortals. Phoenix spelled wrong, <laughs> rising. Now, you know, which is it? You know, any one of those three would have been better, or any two out of those three mixed together would have been better. You know, yeah. Phoenix Rising, Immortal Phoenix, anything, any other combination, but besides those three would have been better. Good game though, and yeah. I liked it. To me, it was, um, it felt like Zelda and Assassin's Creed had a baby, and and I I really liked the sense of adventure. I loved the bright color palette. Um, I loved flying. You know flying through the air. It was, I thought it was really fun. I, I, I enjoyed the game a lot. And, and by the time it was over, I was ready to be done and why I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. I'd give it a nine out of nine, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed the game a lot. I thought it was, I thought it was worth playing. How, how long was it? Like hours wise? I put about yeah 50 hours in, I would guess. And you That's know, not I, so bad. I'd say I got to about three quarters of the content, two thirds of the content. So, you know, okay. you could stretch yeah. that out if you, if you wanted to. And they've got some extra DLC as well. And I'm also playing a couple of new, a couple of games on my, uh, on my switch that are under the radar, but I'd love to help raise the profile of some, a couple of indie titles for sure. And you guys may or may not be familiar with these. The first is called Fury Unleashed. Have you heard of that one? Oh, I have heard of it. I don't know what it is offhand. It is nope. a, um, it's a, procedurally generated side-scrolling yes. roguelike that is an action shooter it's on a it's on a bunch of different uh, platforms i'm playing on switch it's great it, it's it starts really hard at like mo- many roguelikes do and it's got permadeath like many roguelikes do um 
but you 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 accumulate points, you know, like experience points with which you then can unlock more powers for your guy and your guy gets more and more powerful and will go deeper and deeper, deeper into the game. And because it's procedurally generated, every time you play Fury Unleashed, it feels a little bit different than last time you played it. The room configurations are different, where the bosses are is, are different. And it's all told in a comic book stylized way graphically. And it's uh, Fury Unleashed is is a really fun it's a really fun side-scrolling shooter that I, I, I've, I've really enjoyed, and I've been playing it on and off for the last year. And did this with the second game, too, Undermine. Uh, Undermine is, a, is another game I really like. It's a, if, if you were to blend The Binding of Isaac with the, the old-school, like, 8- and 16-bit Zelda games, you've got the concept of Undermine, which is also procedurally generated, totally random levels, and like uh, Fury Unleashed, you, every time you play it, you earn effectively experience that you can put into powering yourself up and unlocking goods, goodies and different things that make it so you can go farther and deeper into this mine every time you play it. Both games are great. They're indie titles. They're both on Switch and PC and a variety of other places as well. And they're great. Fury Unleashed and Undermine. Highly recommend it. Do they have cross save between the two? I don't, is that neither has Steam it yet, does? which is frustrating. Okay. Yeah. I know, you can do I've that. only seen that you with like Epic it. games or maybe there are Steam games that do it too, but. Um, Divinity Original Sin is oh, on yeah. Switch and has got cross save to Good Steam. Point. So, you know, I know it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully that becomes more popular because I think we're finding that more people play things like Hades. I have a Hades playthrough on Epic, like a good way through the game, but it's definitely more fit for switch. And it's also cool. How many of these PC games are coming to switch rather than like PS4 or PS5 or Xbox. That is kind of cool. It kind of reminds me of children of Morta. I don't know if you guys ever played that, but it's, it's also like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's great. It's beautiful. Oh, great game. Is it Moonlander mm-hmm. or moon? Oh, I, I have to look it up. You and I both played it back in the day, AJ. I oh yeah, where the, the guy who right like now. you had to go like in the dungeons at night, and then you sell your yeah, like and during the sell day you sell the stuff the and people come in. Yeah, yeah, it's like a dungeon crawler yeah. slash. I know what you're talking about. Moonlighter, I think, is the name. Yeah, Moonlighter. Yeah, I was thinking Moonshine, Moon something. But, <laughs> yeah, that's a great game too. Uh, Paul, how did you find the humor in Immortals: Phoenix Rising? I've heard it's kind of almost Borderlands esque, but. What, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I loved okay. it. Um, and I just, I, I, I appreciated so much that Ubisoft took the, just the money involved it takes to, to write all the dialogue as yeah. you're, as you're playing the game, Zeus and Prometheus are basically narrating your adventure and, and sniping at each other back and <laughs> forth all the time. They're ripping on you, they're ripping on each other. And it's, it's really fun. And um, I nice. got I I I love the fact that they took the time, effort, money to add that into the story, and I think it really it really helped the overall just I don't know playability of it. I I thought it was great. Yeah, I think I'll check it out, man, because it's like on the PS store on sale right now. I think it's like thirty five bucks or something. Yeah. So there's no reason for me yeah. not to because there's not really a ton of games coming out till the end of next month really or early april so anywho well i've been playing super mario 3d world on my switch which i know aj's been playing as well and i've just been playing them super mario 3d world none of the bowser's fury i wasn't aware that these games were like two 
completely separate things that were not combined yeah. or intermixed Related. at all. So, because I've never played one of the, they've done this before. It was uh, on one of the 3DS games. They did uh, like Mario and Luigi something plus Bowser's something. If you, any of you out there recall that, you could probably are yelling at me, telling me the names of what it is because I can't remember. But uh, <laughs> I did enjoy the, I do enjoy the Super Mario 3D world. I think by the time are you talking about Bowser's, this game Bowser's came Fury? out. Yeah, have you played the Bowser's Fury? No, I haven't. Yet? Uh, I've been saving it. I figure save the best, save the best for last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy the Super Mario 3D World. I don't, I don't know if I played it on my Wii U. By the time I got a Wii U, because I was like, well, this is the next time they're gonna have a Zelda game is gonna be on the Wii U, so I got to get one of these things. And then they announced that the Zelda game was gonna be on the Switch, so. I got pissed off. So pretty much every game I played on that Wii U, I hated for because <laughs> I resented Nintendo for making me buy it, but for no reason. But I, I'm enjoying the Super Mario 3D World, any part of it anyway. AJ, what are your thoughts? I have only played it a little bit, but I played it with my girlfriend, like couch co-op style, and it was pretty awesome. So just the fact that you're able to do that so easily is amazing. And like, uh, I saw that all you have to do is like hit the R button and then like you're into like setting up an online match. So uh, I'm definitely yeah. going to have to grab. Oh, really? Yeah, so it is. I'm definitely going to have to grab uh, Angie's. Uh, what do you call it? Like switch friend yeah, code friend code or whatever. Yeah. Her 16 digit friend code <laughs> number. Yeah, and letter. So hard. Uh, what we've been part of the same podcast for like two months now and i got that family account and i've been sending her invites and nintendo like makes them expire after 24 hours <laughs> so i think she like doesn't get to it and then by the time she clicks on the link it's expired so i have to oh resend it to her yeah so mm-hmm. you know she needs to be more on the ball dude if she wants to be part of this whole i suppose yeah playing mario 3d world plan, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta sign up <laughs> exactly <laughs> what are the cool aspects about playing it co-op I mean, nothing really changes. It's a lot like uh, Sackboy, like the like the most recent uh, PS5 oh, okay. Sackboy game. Yeah, it like just kind of like like the camera stays stagnant and everyone gets to jump around and it's pretty much the okay. main character like pulls the other ones forward with you. That makes sense. Right on. It probably I know good some for of the guy. Yeah, for sure, because he can't. Screw me up, probably. Yeah, too much, exactly. I think. Yeah, and then there's like a point system That's... too. Like, uh, you get like a clear score at the end. I don't know. You probably get that when you're playing single player too. But when you're playing multiplayer, there's like, oh, look at how much more I scored than you. <laughs> oh yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo really likes to make frenemies mm-hmm. with their games for sure. Because I know the 2D Mario games are almost maddening if you play with other people especially like younger children because they can you can like bounce on top of the person's head on accident and kill them <laughs> and uh all sorts of fun stuff like that the only thing i don't like and i've forgotten this about our mario games is like there's a timer mm, for every level yeah which i don't mm. know why because you can almost always make it without any problems but for some reason just putting a time limit on something bothers me especially like a 3d one where you're supposed to be exploring because you got to find three stars and a stamp for every level you know i don't know i feel like it's uh the timer's there to 
add some drama yeah. to a level, yeah. you know, to the levels. And, you know, it, it feels a little bit cheap. Like, you know, if I just put the timer on all these, it'll just automatically ramp up some of the, you know, ramp up the drama. You prefer your level design is so tight that it's its own drama and you wouldn't yeah. have to do it that way, but. And they do it good enough to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I'm so I'm, I'm kind of with you guys and I, I don't know that I love it. I wish I just wish you could turn it off and then there wasn't like a point system when you were playing solo because like who gives a crap how many points you yeah. have? It doesn't do anything. Like literally, I can understand like if you're Maybe playing. Maybe there's with a leaderboard somewhere other people. That, that we can't find. <laughs> Nintendo's, you know. Online. No, that's not yeah, that's online. <laughs> it's in the app, dude. You gotta go to the app. It's not on the game at and then all. Link it's only with in Twitter. the app or something like and that. And then once you're linked yeah. with the app and Twitter, you can find out each other's all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, hmm. And I've also been playing Bloodborne, which is oh yeah, fantastic. I want to hear I'm... more about your Bloodborne adventures, just because it's such a difficult game, and it you know it takes so much care to play it. Paul, have you ever played uh, from software games? Are you a Bloodborne? Uh, you know, do you like to punish yourself when you play games? No, to me, you know, I have played them, and I've played Bloodborne, and I actually went back to Bloodborne uh, within the last couple of months. And a, I thought. Dang, that thing has not aged well graphically. I thought it was super ugly yeah. uh, compared, you know, now. It was ugly you know, then. For whatever it's well, a graphically, six year old game or something. Yeah. Um, and to me, just too punishing. And I don't have time. For, I don't have time to just get, you know, the beat down, the beat down, the beat down, the beat down, yeah, the beat down. Everything. Oh, this, I've learned this. Yeah, I've learned. Oh, I got to do it. You know, got to hit this just right in just this way. Now that I've learned that, I'll go play, fail, play, fail, play, fail, play, fail. Okay, I got it. And I just, I just, life's too short. I don't have time for that. Now, if I didn't have a job, if I was retired, if I was incarcerated with a, with a PlayStation, it'd be a different story. But, um, that's the dream right there. Incarcerated with a PlayStation. Yeah, that is, that ain't bad, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm totally with you. And that's like why I gave up on my first playthrough. I actually was about where I am right now when I gave Mm -hmm. up. And, uh, that was like in 2015. And I think, I like to play a lot of games and a lot of new games. So, and right now there's not really anything coming out that's piquing my interest that I'm like dying to play. Right. So that's giving me this time to like go back and kind of take the time that you're talking about, like my gaming time to play it. And it's kind of interesting Mm because it's gotten me into like the subculture of like reading about the game, not, not because I'm like super into the lore, but because of what you said, like, you have to do certain things just right with certain bosses or certain enemies, or you can't approach certain enemies until later on in the game. And I'm actually like following a YouTube like walkthrough. So I'll watch yeah, like the game. The, the game like literally develops a community. Yeah. Because of, like, and it's kind of it cool. Yeah. Because usually I'm like, I just want like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I was like playing it because just playing it all the time, I didn't really care. I didn't want to mm-hmm. read more about it or anything or find out more about this character or that character. I just wanted to play the game. And this is like making me read more about it because not just because I find it it's interesting, but it helps me actually get better at the game. So uh, I'm hoping that I will actually beat it this time. I'm like I said, I'm about where I was last time and I can't remember why I got so frustrated, but I have a feeling I'm about to find out what it was that frustrated me so much last time I gave up. So uh, anyway, that's about all for me. AJ, what else have you been playing, man? I mean, just to touch on it, um, I've had some Rocket League failures. (laughs) 
Um, Are you gold yet or whatever you've been trying? Dude, to do? I made it to gold a while ago, and then I made it to gold two, and since then, mm-hmm. I have slowly, slowly just dropped down the ranks. Like, like it, it was, um, I don't know, like a three, four day period where I just like focused on like quote unquote getting good at that game, and I made it pretty far up in the ranks. Like I said, I was at like gold two division four which means i was like one division up to go to gold three and if you know anything about rocket league i think it's like gold four and then you're up to platinum which is really good like once you're up to platinum it's like kind of crazy but yeah i've just i failed miserably i was like yeah i'm I'm still good at this game (laughs) i can still play it after like you know two weeks of vacation and turns out that's no not go. a thing that's possible. Yeah, if you want to be good at that game, you actually have to focus on it, which which is weird to think about. It's almost like an athletic endeavor. But also, yeah. I've been playing Control Ultimate Edition, which I only want to talk about a little bit because Chris has been playing it on his Xbox, and I just don't think that he's having the best experience because they added haptic feedback to that shit, and every gun trigger pull like has a different feeling on that uh dual sense controller oh really yeah. you say that like it's a bad that's thing. what i'm Isn't i'm saying it's awesome? a bad thing for chris since he's playing it on xbox series x yeah oh uh, I see. well and he doesn't if he's playing it with game pass he doesn't have the ultimate edition he just has the regular edition. oh fair 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 well it's freaking amazing like i only made it like a little bit into that game the first time i played it like back in the day when it first came out but now with this ultimate edition and the haptic feedback dude it's so good every single like gun feels different all the stuff is in there the the vibration is coming through that controller it's the best controller in video games like no one can deny it it's it's literally a game changer um yeah yeah it really is it's i think every every controller going forward has got to have this now, right? And you know, I still love the I still love the feel of the Xbox controller and especially the Xbox Elite controller. Um, but I would trade that in in a second for all of the amazing uh, immersion that you get in the haptic feedback from the uh, from the PlayStation Five controller. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like I'm playing a new game. Yeah, yeah. I got to go back to it. I've heard it looks fantastic, and I I never finished the AWE. Uh, oh really? DLC because I got the platinum and then kind of dipped out. I started it on um, like ray tracing with the thirty frames, so I don't think like here's what I'm doing. I'm trying to say I recommend starting it with the ray tracing and the thirty frames because I think if you start with the sixty frames, it'll ruin it for you. <laughs> yeah, because interesting. Hey guys, unfortunately my my time is up, and but I, I've had a good time oh, hanging yeah, out with you. I'm sorry that I don't have more time to to chat. Yeah. Uh, have me on again. Yeah, would you? thank you for joining, Paul. Absolutely. And we'd love to hear what you've been playing. Next time, hopefully, we can grab your thoughts on news. Before you dip out, man, where can people follow you if they want to? Uh, at Paul Charchian on Twitter, if you want to. You'll get a bunch of stupid fantasy stuff and Viking he talk. He likes fantasy football. Stuff he like likes that. the Minnesota Vikings, which are the best football team in the Midwest. <clears throat> what else do we say about that? Packers lost. They're a team in the Midwest. <laughs> so. Well, once Aaron yeah. Rodgers leaves the Packers to go to california somewhere uh we'll be fine no i'm just kidding i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) well hey we never thought brady would leave either right so who knows thanks for joining us paul all right thanks a lot maybe 
let's hope by the time people hear this, we have new news on the Nintendo Switch Pro. That's my hope for this, uh, for this oh, Nintendo that Direct, good. that by that the time people hear it, has already happened. That would be awesome. I hope so. And the timing is right, right? Is they, they never would have announced it before holiday because they're trying to sell as many Switches as they can of the old Switch. Also, the time uh, of day. The time of day is weird because it's at 4 p.m. Central, which normally it's at like 6 a.m. Central. So the time also, of day seems pretty interesting. An executive denied that they're doing that like a week or two ago. And last time an executive denied that they were making something, they came out with the new 3DS like a week later. So oh, yeah, it's almost guaranteed. All right, Paul. Thanks for joining. Right. Th- thanks, guys. Yeah. Take we'll, it easy, we'll Paul. Catch up with- All right. Let's get into some news. All right, let's first talk about Xbox's continued dedication to accessibility in gaming. They launched, I guess they launched this about a year a year ago, Xbox Accessibility and Guidelines, and they, uh, I'm sorry, Xbox Accessibility Guidelines, um, but they're just kind of advancing it along the way. I just pulled this from gamesindustry.biz from Hayden Taylor, and just kind of outlining that Microsoft has these Xbox accessibility guidelines and now uh, a developer can send their game to Microsoft and they will kind of run it through the gamut of their guidelines for accessibility and tell the developers what they can do to improve um, accessibility to their game, which I think is really cool because if you remember, they... Xbox came out with the adaptive controller and people have figured out how to use it on the switch. Obviously you can use it on PC and Microsoft doesn't seem to really give a shit about it being platform exclusive, but more just allowing more people to play games. And this seems to be the same way because you don't have to be like a Microsoft developer in order to use this program. Any developer can send their game to Microsoft and they will tell you um, how to make it more accessible, which I thought was pretty freaking awesome yeah that's a good for a bunch of reasons like i mean just the aspect that they're getting developers to email them you know (laughs) how can we make it yeah you know accessible and then they're like well you could put it on our game pass here's 10 million (laughs) dollars now it's accessible and on game pass like i think this is good for everybody um microsoft seems that they're willing to at least for now, like put the money for where the gamer is. Um, we'll see how long that lasts, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. But... Yeah, I agree. But I do, before we get overly cynical, because I do agree with you to a certain extent, it's like, I do think Microsoft is like thinking along the lines of like, if we do good things, like, and things people actually want that will lead to good things. Like they're not trying to really like manipulate you or like show you a shiny toy while stealing your money with their other hand. Like that's true. And we've also talked about how like Microsoft doesn't even really need video games to exist. So like this is almost fun for them sort of. So yeah. 
And I think it's cool how they're using it to be inclusive and include more people. And it will probably lead to them being, you know, making more money. But uh, that's not, I don't feel like that's a bad thing if you're doing positive things for the community and as a whole. Oh, yeah, 100%. If you are improving the world, I will pay you money. (laughs) Exactly. And not even complain a little bit about it. So. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was very, uh, very cool. Yeah, super, super cool. Um, Good job, Xbox, Microsoft. Yeah. Next, we will talk about the college football is coming back. And I know this news isn't brand new, but I grew up in Nebraska where college football is king. And even to this day, even though they're terrible, and I grew up in Nebraska, and this will date me, but whatever, when... They were like real good, like in the mid nineties. Oh yeah, they were really 90s. good for a long time. Yeah, they were really good for like twenty years. Uh, so I caught the latter half of kind of that dynasty or legacy of them Did being like kind of really elite in college football. Tons, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Phillips, who ended up, I think, killing himself in his mm. story is depressing as fuck. Killing himself in a prison in California, I think. He sold his uh, national championship ring at a pawn shop in Las Vegas for like a hundred dollars or something Jesus. like that. Jesus! All right, yeah, that is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. It gives I, college football fans. I don't know. It's it's been a a long time missed, man. In my life, I don't know. Did you ever get into those games back in the day, AJ? I was always like a Gophers fan because I was around here just in Minnesota. I didn't go to the university of Minnesota, but I always liked them. So no, I didn't like them because Nebraska always kicked everyone's butt in the big 10 back in the day. Like you said, and also, well, Nebraska used to be big eight and then big 12 recently. They're part of the big 10 now. Yeah. They're part of the big 10 now. Yeah, So now I like them even less dude. Yeah. And that makes sense. But like, now I think like Minnesota's pretty decent at football, it seems like, or they're getting better. I don't have a, I shouldn't say I don't care about college football. I just don't really have a team that I root for, if that makes sense. I root for the team that is doing well and has like good players and like good systems and like, you know, they're not like fun to fighting watch. people down and like you have, <laughs> you see that documentary of you. U of M. Oh yeah, ESPN, like the Miami. Yeah, yeah. The Hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was bad. I don't know. College football is something else, and the fact that like it's taken this long to like pay the players some money is absurd because they've been making money in like underground ways since like we just talked about, you know. Yeah, especially in the last, you know, twenty years. Like the game has changed a ton in the last 20 years, like since Nebraska was good at it, like Nebraska went to the national championship in 2001 and they lost, but to oddly enough, Miami. And I feel like like the whole game of football, college football has changed and the economy of college football has changed because I don't feel like the NCAA was making money hand over fist back then, but they have certainly figured out how to make money hand over fist and they don't seem interested in sharing it with the players. True from whom their likenesses, they earn their millions and billions of dollars. So 
Um, but I think that's going to change. Like this, I pulled this story from Owen Eskid over at Polygon, and I believe it talks about how they actually don't aren't signed on with the NCAA. Hey, here, hold on. on, I'm with... sorry to interrupt you, but here's my question: Is are they jumping the gun? Like they're assuming that the NCAA, like one of the shittiest organizations ever, in my opinion, are going to like somehow change their minds about the stuff. And there, it takes them like what two to three years to make this game. So what do they know that we don't? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they really going to invest this millions and millions of dollars to make this video game if they don't know for a fact that NCAA is going to change this? I think they're trying to get ahead of it a little bit. Are they, or has there been like a backroom meeting with like a bunch of rich people that are like, "Hey, you can make this because we're going to change these in two years." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why else? You're right. It's that? EA and the NCAA. They're it's probably totally doing something what they're fucked doing. up. Yeah, they had a meeting together, EA plus NCAA, and they just like are like, "Yeah, we're going to make this work." Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, my my. uh desire to see everything positively like sometimes makes me naive and look a little bit foolish at times but i like i'm the positive son too like i'm only here just to like ruin things for you right now i guess like (laughs) (laughs) no but you're probably right uh but i think there is uh the ncaa has shown some i guess what do you want to say um leaning kind of towards having some sort of benefit for players outside of scholarships Mm -hmm. for um, them using their likeness and selling their jerseys and uh, basically using their image for their own profit. I remember even when we started this podcast, like Aaron talking about some of that. So um, I think this has been a long time in the making. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's one thing to, I don't know. There, there has to be a good balance between allowing kids to make, money because a lot of these kids you know if they don't go to the nfl they they were big names in college they might get a college degree because they uh got a scholarship to go to school but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are gonna go to the nfl or be prosperous in a career with their college degree necessarily so why not allow them to make some money while they're in school and you're using their likeness to make money and increase your wealth, why shouldn't they be able to make money off their own likeness to improve their futures as well? Whether that be through a career or not, doesn't, shouldn't really matter. It's if you're using somebody's name, image and likeness, they should be able to benefit from that. (laughs) Yeah. And they could break their knee and like fucking not ever make anything. Like breaking their knee for the university making millions of dollars. Yeah. And then CAA, like, yeah. Like who knows their likeness, making money off their knees. Yeah. And then they get done with college or to get done with their athletic career. And then they're just what done and they don't get anything for that. Like, I don't know. It just seems there can be a better way about it anyway. Oh, for sure. All right. Now it's time to embarrass ourselves, eh, lady. Let's do this shit. What do we expect from the Nintendo Direct? We got this via Nintendo's Twitter yesterday, which was 2.16, that they are having today a full-on Nintendo Direct. uh, 50 minutes today at uh, 4 p.m. Central Time uh, for those of us here in 
said time zone. What are you thinking, man? Also, as an aside, did you see the list that somebody posted along with this tweet? It's fucking hilarious. No, I did not see the list. What's the list? (laughs) It's like, uh, oh man, I must, uh, yeah, there's a, it just has like all these games that make zero, like would never be on there. Like it says internal (laughs) Nintendo, internal use only. I'll read it to you. Uh, Mario Kart 9, Splatoon 3, Super Mario Odyssey (laughs) 2. Yeah, Metroid Resurgence, and then third-party games. Uh, Bayonetta 3, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Oh, my God. GTA 5, (laughs) Black Ops Cold War, and Final Fantasy 7 Remake. In 60 frames. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, Dude, there's no... I mean, maybe as a cloud game, if they're really going to get... Which it looks like they're diving into this cloud thing with that uh, Hitman 3. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, and control. Yeah, exactly. So they certainly could do it from like a cloud perspective, but otherwise that's just, I just thought that was really funny and it's like right yeah, below the awesome. Nintendo directly. <laughs> so I don't know, man, what do you think? What do you, I don't know. Expecting? What, I don't know if I want to talk about what I expect. I want to talk okay, more about what I hope for. Well, okay. Yeah. That's what I mean. Well, I expect, I expect to hear at least something about, uh, I guess Breath of the Wild two, Dark Zelda, and I also hope to hear about Sports Story. <laughs> Somebody, oh yeah, dude, nobody will give me any information about Sports Story. I even DM'd them from the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast and was like, "Hey, you guys want to talk about any updates on Sports Story for your fans?" And they never even replied. So like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Sports Story is what I'm looking for. That's weird, man. I mean, COVID must have done something with the developers of that game, man, because it was. I don't think so. I I actually don't think so because I heard that the first game took like five years to develop, which is absurd for the game. I don't know if you if anybody has played Golf Story, it's absurd that that game took five years to develop. So now that they've like made it harder for themselves and like added like a bunch more sports and stuff, yeah. And yeah, maybe like, it's just not some, coming together the way. Yeah, they I just would. I don't know. Add some more team player, you know, like some more developers. You know, <laughs> but wasn't it supposed to be out like a year ago? It was supposed to be out in like mid twenty twenty. Oh, and okay. then they were like, "We'll update you later." Yeah, and now it's mid twenty twenty one or almost mid twenty twenty one. Yeah, so we're like a quarter <laughs> never of the heard way anything. through. We're yeah, like six months re- later. We're like six months past the point where Sports Story is supposed to update us. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, man, is I think in a direct or I believe it was in a Nintendo direct, they said, hey, just so you know, we need more time to work on this and we'll update you soon. Like, Mm -hmm. so it was like they were being informative and keeping you in the loop, which is awesome. And then they just kind of like never followed up on the latter part of their promise. So, yeah, for Uh, so long. And also, I think um, I think they're super successful also and awesome. I love them, actually. (laughs) Um, and I think yeah, and it's good, good I think it's good for Nintendo to have them involved. So like yeah. if they're able to, they will have them in there for sure. Yeah. Uh the tweet also does say Smash Brothers, which I mean you and I don't really play Smash Brothers, but No. Only when we're forced to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and at that we're terrible at it. Um I but- want a game. A match. Oh, did you? I want a match. Okay. Fair enough. I'm terrible at it. Uh, 
I'm tired of hearing about Smash Brothers, dude. I could not give a shit less about Smash Brothers. Me like neither. that came out like two years ago, and they're releasing more characters, which is fine. But I, I really wish they would stick to the, hey, this is a Smash Brothers, you know, direct, and we're gonna talk about Smash Brothers. So those of you who don't give a shit, just don't pay attention. Like, yeah, why do they have to put it together so that I have to hear 20 minutes of Smash Brothers information? for 30 minutes of the other things I actually care about. That's fair. But that said, things I'm hoping for, I do hope they announce like a Metroid Prime trilogy. Oh, that'd be cool. Zelda's, the actual 35th anniversary of Zelda, I think is like real soon, dude. Uh, Let me look this up real quick. So maybe we'll get one more Mario game? Well, we're... About so, the original Zelda came out February twenty first, nineteen eighty six, which today's the seventeenth, so that's like four days from now. So I think we'd be naive to not think that they were going to say something about the Zelda thirty fifth anniversary in this, don't you think? Like it's almost to date thirty five years for Zelda. Yeah, they have to do something Zelda related. So, I'm hoping for, like, Wind Waker HD coming out and, like, whatever. I just want Wind Waker. I love Wind Waker. I heard you guys talking about that on the podcast last week while I was editing, and I love that game, too. I think that is by far my favorite Zelda. Is that the one where you get to, like, tell the little boat where to go? Where you, like... Yeah. Yeah, dude, I think that's by far my favorite Zelda game ever. Yeah. It's definitely mine. At the, yeah, it's a. It's definitely my favorite Zelda game. So I, I want that to come out, and whatever else, ever else they want to do is fantastic. I love Zelda, so bring it. But I wouldn't. I mean, I think you're on, man. Like if, uh, they're gonna talk about Zelda. Hopefully, they'll talk about uh, Breath of the Wild too, and uh, whatever their plans are for the 35th anniversary of Zelda. I'm, they've. I mean. It would be weird if they didn't talk about it, I think, with it being so close to the anniversary. and Especially if they the, just did that Mario thing, like, this is yeah. what we do with our, like, big... I mean, it's Mario and Zelda are, like, the two, Mar- like, Nintendo, like, yeah, main characters, like, I guess. Like, <laughs> Exactly, exactly. You'd have a hard time fighting between those two of which one... Uh, you know, commands the lead or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're like household names for Nintendo, you know? Right. Um, but I do think the Metroid Prime trilogy would be cool because I never got a chance to play any of those, even though I had a GameCube and Wii. I still never played them for some reason. Yeah, and I guess, I don't know, man. I wasn't terribly uh, excited about anything that Nintendo did in 2020, really. So just Me kind either, of anything... Really. To get me excited, I'm kind of back on my Switch bandwagon with the uh, Mario 3D World. God, I want to be. I hope Paul's right about the Pro because my dude. Oh yeah, I've brought this up several times, but when I start my Switch, it screams. Like I'll turn it on for the first time in like a day, and it's like. Do you stop the launch one, or did you get the upgraded one? No, I have the launch one. So, I don't know, maybe that's yeah, part of it, but... <laughs> it's about getting that time, then, would be my guess. To... Yeah, it's like... So, yeah, I'm with you. I wouldn't want to upgrade either right now. Yeah, I'm stuck in the middle of Switch Purgatory. Yeah, bring it, Nintendo. Either way, I'm super excited for 
I mean, I don't know. I'm probably over amped for what they're gonna announce, knowing that it's close to the Zelda anniversary. I'm like one of those things where like my hopes are super high and will well, they're easily be let down. They're showing us something because this is the first direct that hasn't been at 6 a.m. in like a year. So yeah, and they're it's showing minutes, us something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got to. They got to show us something. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be at work, maybe hiding somewhere so that I can watch it or something. So <laughs> should be a good time. Um, well, what do you say we answer the mostly normal question and get on out? Or yeah, here? I like mostly normal questions. Me too. You put this one in. So I did. Who <laughs> who do you go out of your way to be nice to? Uh, I think like. I'll just say, like, elderly people I usually go out of my way to be nice to. Okay. And then, like, patient families at our hospital. I, I feel like I go out of my way to be nice to usually if I have an encounter with them uh, because their kid's in a hospital, and that probably sucks. So um, Yeah, 100%. I was one old. of those ones. Well, I wasn't the kid in the hospital. I was just in hospitals. for That's, that's a long story that we're not getting into. But <laughs> Fair enough. I go out of my way to be nice to, I guess, a couple of people in my life. Like airport security. Recently, I learned, not in like a bad way, but that you should just be nice to them regardless. Because, you know, I have like that TSA pre-check and they just like made me do the things anyway. And I'm like, what is it? The beard? Is it the beard? Oh, really? Yeah. I had TSA pre-check. They made me take all my water shit out, all my whatever, like blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know if I'm on some list or something, but... I guess I'm nice to the TSA people. Yeah, <laughs> regardless that's probably a good idea, man. Of signing up for things. And then, um, who else am I nice to? Um, I guess anybody who touches my food. I'm nice that's to them, too. Also a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it takes me back to that, remember Farvra? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> With liter of cola? A liter of cola. And yeah. He gets his burger and he's like... Shows his buddy cop. He's like, does this like spit to you? He's like, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds? Yes, of course. Oh, that's another one where that's I'm like, comes oh. In late. oh, yeah, that's another one. I never want to be the last person at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Or, dude, that lady like complains and, oh, it's so gross. Oh, yeah. It's like a Karen, basically. Yeah. And then they like, I don't even remember. Sabotage. They sabotage your food. (laughs) Let's just say that and leave it at that. But it's pretty gross. There's certain people in life that I go out of my way to be nice to. I guess it's um, airport security and people that touch my food. (laughs) Exactly. Always a good idea. All right, man. Well, uh, I am at Johnny Sampson on the Twitterverse. If you want to give me a follow, go ahead. Uh, You can find our podcast at MN Gamers Podcast on the Twitter email us at podcasts at mostly normal gamers.com if you want to let us know your thoughts or have questions for us you can also tweet them at us don't forget to go to our website and sign up for the newsletter or go to mn or no yeah mngamers.substack.com and you can sign up there as well aj where can people find you you can find me at aj underscore id that's e-i-d-e give me a follow word up and you can find Angie at Stellar Smalls on Twitter and Chris at BG Occasion on Twitter. 
And Woo! we will catch y'all next week where you can make fun of us for our poor Nintendo prediction. It's true. Except for sports stories gotta come up. Got it. Maybe it's coming out today, dude. Who knows? <laughs> Shadow drop. All right. Bye. Bye.